Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. That is 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. This is an absolute pleasure. Joining me live from Perth. And what a journey it's been. It started there, then to Melbourne, then to New York, back to Perth. Whether you're a fan of Little Birdie. Jack's like, come on, relapse. An absolute anthem, solo career. Tracks like so bad, big star. And we've been absolutely loving this. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome to Triple M's Homegrown, the one and only Katie Steele. How are you? Thank you hey, so Daddy. much. Thank you so much for joining me. This is such a treat. I know uh, oh. you're coming off the back of a little bit of an illness. Yeah, still coughing. Still coughing over here. Yeah, I think it's it's gone around. And you know what it's like when you have kids. You just catch everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, hoping to get a little bit better before we hit the road in like three weeks. <laughs> so, does this, so does this mean when the album came out, you were actually <clears throat> bunkered up at home? and? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. It's just like, mm. yeah, a cough. Off and a tickle and um yeah i was just saying to you off air like i was trying to do a thing this morning like a live thing that's just like do a take and then cough for like a minute <laughs> do a take <laughs> so, but you know it's it's cool you know yeah gotta just keep rocking i get the feeling with music it's mm. like one of those things when it rains it pours right like it's never <laughs> like you're always busy and then something like this will happen and then you're quiet and you're quiet yeah 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 it definitely is like that um the last couple of months I was just dropping my daughter at school this morning and I was just like man I think I'm really busy right now like (laughs) you're just like on this like autopilot I think a lot of people you know can relate to that it's when you have kids you kind of just it's day by day and it's you're never not on you know (laughs) yeah that's such a good point how do you go balancing the two now um yeah it's really hard um really hard it's just hard to um find time you know um it's usually like I'll be in bed you know, they're asleep and I'm like, oh, should probably do an Instagram post or should probably edit that photo or, you know, you just have to find, you know, your time is just so important now. Like every second that you have spare, you're kind of yeah. trying to fill it in with something that you need to do for your job because, you know, the music, you know, it's not really a job. It's more like a lifestyle where you're kind of always working but always not working. But, it, yeah, there's certain things that make it feel like a job. Um, mm. you know, stuff like this, this is fun. It's fun, right? Yeah, to talk to you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. From Melbourne to Perth. It's, um, it's weird how the game's changed, right? Since, um, when you first started, like you were saying, the social media and the things like that. How do you go with that aspect of music now where it's the norm? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work and it, and sometimes it feels like everything that you've been working towards kind of all just boils down to like one post. Yeah. It's like, oh, I released a record. Oh, better do an Instagram post. And it's like, you know, is that. You sometimes you just feel like, you know, is that it? But I also think there's so many positives to it and um, you know, the the flexibility in recording, like like we've made a whole new record. Yeah. 
in the home studio and it does not sound like a DIY. Oh, really? That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. The I whole did, thing was I... done. Um, you know, we went and did a few things like in proper studios. Like we had um, some backing singers that you would have heard on uh, Big Star, the yeah. song you just played. Um, and we had a really great mixer who kind of, you know, made it sound great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, basically when we started the record, um, my husband, Graham, uh, wasn't a producer and, and we kind of just started tinkering Yeah, and he basically learnt, you know, for the last two years, he's kind of learnt how oh, to wow. become a producer. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's kind of like when I, when my career started, like, you know, I wrote, uh, Relapse, Beautiful, Baby Blue, all of those songs. Like I wrote them in my bedroom and I, I knew three chords on guitar. I couldn't even stand up. <laughs> I'm loving your expression. <laughs> I couldn't even stand up playing guitar. But, Whoa. you know, I wrote these songs and I didn't know what I was doing. And it turns out that people are like, these are great songs. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. And it's kind of what's happened with this record Whoa. is, um, yeah, Graham, Graham like tinkered. He played guitar and he sings. He writes his own songs. But... We started just working on uh, Feel So Bad was one of the first songs we started working on. And, um, yeah, he kind of just, like, brought his influence of, you know, speeding things up and yeah. the 80s kind of tones. Like, that's kind of all his, like, yeah, he's got really good taste and he kind of just came in and, yeah, we just collabed. And he just, like, learnt, learnt how to become a producer. So cool. <laughs> I, think, I think he's done an incredible job. That was what I was yeah. going to say. Like the, the production on this album is incredible. And I think it's so oh, cool thanks. that you're able, what's it like kind of uh, being mum and dad and then going into kind of like musician and producer mode? <sighs> yeah. It's like full on. Like some days you're just like, oh, I want a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're, we're obviously very compatible. Um, mm. So we, you know, we also, like I said, we, Time is very, you know, important now. So we kind of have to just get on with it sometimes. Um, yeah, we have to kind of make sure we have, you know, breaks from each other. Um, yeah. Like like anyone that would work together. But at the end of the day, we just, um, we work really well together. We must because, um, you know, we've really collaborated yeah. like completely on this whole thing. So <laughs> That's so cool. Do you think you'll um, do any more production? And like you said, now you've got this home studio uh, you know, he, he could do other projects as well and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I want him to, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're going to start already working on some new stuff. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, just kind of want to keep it rolling. Like, we've kind of got this thing going now, so got to stay on top of it. I think that's, like, a really important thing now these days is just being super prolific. Like, people just want a new song, like, every week. Mm. But, like, yeah, it took us a while to kind of do the whole thing. Um because we don't really want to just chuck out anything. So it's like, you know, I feel like I was thinking about it on the drive here. It's like good art takes time, you know, and good art and good songs, you know, will be a part of your life if they're good. Like if they're yeah. really good, they'll they'll stick with you and, and that takes time. So, yeah, it's hard. you got to try to kind of balance one foot in the past and one foot in the present, which oh. is embrace the technology, embrace social media, but have a foot in the past, which is – stay true to what what is good music and good songs and 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 always like stay true to being like a strong artist like being writing just great songs is at the end of the day is the most important thing so that takes time sometimes
That was an amazing two minutes of audio right there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was I just really... love the fist bumps in the background. Oh, like, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Just like, it's just like I'm loving it. It's just like keep going. It's so cool. Um, Tavi Baxter, <laughs> when did the writing for the album, that's all right. When did the writing <laughs> for the album start? Like what's been the time period for this one? Um, basically started when COVID, well, it was just before COVID kind of really kicked off around the world. Because mm. um, we were just, you know, I kind of had plans. To, like I've had some of these songs written um, but we've also wrote a bunch of them, mo- like majority of them were written together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, COVID kind of hit and we were already kind of in the studio kind of building our, you know, our toys. We'd buy like synths and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we, you know, kept kind of, yeah, buying things because, you know, COVID, you couldn't really go out and spend money. So it's like, let's just buy gear instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, just kept experimenting, kept buying new things, kept like selling things to buy more stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just kind of kept tinkering and like, don't get me wrong, I'm making it sound kind of easy, but some of the songs, I mean, Falling Apart, for example, was second track on the record. There's probably about five versions of that song oh, before wow. we, yeah, yeah, it's been a real slog to just get every single piece like perfect. Um, yeah. Come and see me was one of the ones that came together really quickly because. Um, All right. Yeah, we had a meeting with a tourism company over here, and they oh, were like, cool. "We need a song." No way, we really. Like, yeah, we're like, oh, we can do that. Cool. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. write you a write you an ad song. Yeah, and, cool. Uh, and yeah, that that campaign never happened. So, but at least we okay. got the song. It'll yeah. happen eventually, though, won't it? <laughs> It'll get used for another campaign. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is it weird um, listening back to some of these songs that were written? Kind of at the start of the pandemic, I imagine like the tone must be different to the songs that are kind of written afterwards, you know, like going into lockdown and then coming out of lockdown. Yeah, I reckon. Um, I, I definitely think like there was some um, some moments of, of what we were going through because, you know, on the record, because a lot of the song titles are quite dark. Um, mm. I don't think it's necessarily a dark record. I, I feel like it's, um, you know, it's kind of introspective. I think it's all about like... Yeah. human behavior and things that we go through and um, mm. things that we experience. And I think it's just my, you know, being the main lyricist, it's just like my kind of perspective of, of dealing with them and and getting through it and sorting yeah. through it in your head. And um, But I do think that that was definitely affecting things. I mean, we've mm. never gone through that in our lifetime, really, yeah. like what we went through. So, Especially for someone like you who's <clears> been a musician and constantly traveling, like I was saying before, you lived in Melbourne, you lived in New York as well, and not to mention, you know, you're playing shows, you've got family uh, that are musicians and living around the world as, as well. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it, it's strange that it happened and, and now we're out of it. And the plus is you get to go on tour now, July, August. How much fun is that going to be? Yeah, it's going to be awesome, yeah. Um, super pumped. We're going like everywhere. And yeah, it's, it's cool. a real... It's a real FIFO run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we fly out, play like two shows, fly home. You know, we're yeah, kind of hitting cool. hitting the weekends. Um, super expensive doing it that way. Oh, but, isn't it? It's a drag. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, can't wait to get back um, on the road and, yeah, play these songs live and, you know, reconnect with my, you know, my audience. Yeah. And there is a big audience for you. Like it's weird. Like I was saying to a few is people there? around the office. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I was saying that I was – I was chatting to you today and it's just so many Katie Steele fans out there. So oh. it's going to be exciting. Are the family, is it going to be a full family run? Um, you mean like, are the they coming along? Yeah, the kids coming along? Nah. Okay, babysitter. Nah. Who's babysitting? Uh, my mum and okay. uh, maybe some extra people as well because um, there's two of them now. Mm. Um, but yeah, Graham, he's going to be playing in the band. So yeah, Great. we're both going to be on the road. Um, yep. And then we have yeah, a bass player and a drummer, so four-piece band. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. What's it like kind of bringing these, you were saying before, like when you kind of wrote songs, they'd start with the acoustic guitar and then, you know, the band would come in around it. What's it like putting together a full scale album and then kind of learning the songs after that? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. It's, um, it's kind of like, okay, how the fuck are we going to play this one live? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like, you know, Big Star, there's like, uh, there was like 120 tracks, I think, when we sent it to the mixer. No way. And it's just like, what? You know, a lot of lot of vocal. We we have this magic thing called a bad, a backing track, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which uh, certainly helps. We you know we don't have uh, too much on there, but I mean, look, you know, everyone uses them now, so yeah, exactly. It's just an extra. It's just an extra member. <laughs> yeah, if, if if you've got it, why not do it? If it helps the yeah. live show. Uh, exactly. Hey, we're super excited for these shows. It's going to be really cool. All our details are at triplem.com.au. But uh, Katie, I'd like to play a little bit of a game with you before you leave. Okay. All right. This is cool. So this is called Memory Lane, and uh, what I do is I get bands in and I go through their gig history and pluck out random gigs from your past to see what you remember about them. Now, okay. it might not be the actual gig. It might be like driving to and from the gig. It might be anything like that. But I just want to like play a couple of songs from artists that you share the stay with to see what you remember. So okay. I want to go back to 2003. You played the Metro with these guys. Placebo. Any memories from that gig? Man, that was one of our first shows ever. <laughs> no way. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, that was probably, like, my fourth or fifth show that Whoa. I'd ever played. No way. And I remember it being uh, really good. I remember we, like, won over a whole bunch of new fans that night. Um, that's about all I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a really long time ago. I mean, that's, like, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, 2003. Oh, my gosh. Well, good memory. God, that must have been, what was it like? Was it like a full kind of house before you'd started? That would have been pretty daunting. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, Yeah, it was completely sold out, I think, from what I remember. So cool. um, and we just kind of like started getting all the, the supports. Um, yeah, cool. We just, yeah, we just started, we were just everywhere. And um, I was yeah. like, whoa, this is fun. But <laughs> I'm the kind of person that just like, I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah. whatever. Just, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, exactly. Um, even though I probably wasn't the greatest singer in the world, like, yeah. Well, let's go one year later at the M More. You played with uh, the Dissociatives and... Presets. That would have been fun. Oh, was that with the presets? Yeah, presets and Dissociatives. It has that here. These things can sometimes be wrong, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any memory from that gig? Um, Yeah, that tour was pretty cool. It was crazy. Um, It was, um, yeah, it was fun, I guess, just... Spending time with Daniel. Um, yeah. I remember Natalie and Grulu was on the road for that oh, one as well. Of course. So we kind yeah. of like got to meet her. And yeah, I remember going out for sushi actually in Sydney with her and oh, nice. uh, and the uh, presets and uh, Dan and all that. Um, that's about one of the only things I really remember besides a couple of shows. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> two years later with Bright Eyes and. That's me in the corner. R.E.M.? Oh, man. And Bright Eyes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Big show. Yeah, was... Entertainment Center. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I, <laughs> we, I think we only played like three songs oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yep. we were like the total, um, yeah, the opening Australian token Australian <laughs> act. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think the lights were even still on when we played. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> been there. <laughs> you did some shows with this man. Who's going to make the gravy? The one and only Paul Kelly, and I love this. You are my baby. 
Whoa, is that live? Yeah, that's live at the APRA Awards. No way. That sounds pretty good, eh? It sounds great. My pitch is all right. Your pitch sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was it like touring with Paul? Um, Yeah, that was cool. Um, Yeah, oh, yeah, touring. That was amazing. Um, I took that opportunity to, I took it really seriously um, because that was the first time I'd played solo. Um, just yeah. on guitar and yep. just on piano. Um, so I wrote all these songs specifically for that tour and that turned cool. out to be all the songs that ended up on Confetti. Nice. Yeah. So Brother and Into My Arms and all of those songs, um, I wrote them with that intention of, you know, playing those shows. Yeah, cool. Because I obviously, like every other Australian, I'm a massive PK fan. Um, yeah. You know, I grew up listening to that solo record that he did I think it was from like 1998 or something and it's like him, it's like two CDs and it's just him playing a solo and it's just such a amazing record. Whoa, so yeah, it was yeah, a big, big cool. honour, big honour. What's been, <clears throat> what's been your ultimate like uh, pinch yourself moment along the journey? Could be like <sighs> you, you find yourself watching a band or you've met somebody, is there one moment that really stands out? Oh, no, that's too hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, meeting Michael Stipe and yeah. um, hanging out with Connor Oberst was pretty cool. But yeah, sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in the long game, man. I haven't yeah. done it yet. That hey. moment still ha- hasn't happened yet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exciting. <laughs> um, hey, Katie, thanks so much for taking the time out. I know you're flat out. You're busy. You've got a performance today. You're not feeling the best. So I really do appreciate you coming into the studio and having a chat. It's I just re- want to say thank you for playing the song and supporting it, man. It Always. means a lot. Always. We absolutely Get it on the whole it. station, eh? Come on. I'm, well, I'm, Let's go. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Katie. Thanks, Maddie. See ya. Awesome. That was great. Awesome. Thanks.